minute crossfade the daily talk show a conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jensen and Tommy Jacket 108 of the daily talk show god i i have to get through this how is my voice yeah it's not not ideal it literally dropped out like what, 10 minutes ago an hour into our argument before <laughs> we came on We've, it's it's good. The the best thing about this podcast, uh, I'm Josh, by the way. He's Tommy, and it's the daily talk show, as they said in the intro. Uh, the podcast has been stretching us mm. in regards to conversations, and you and I having arguments around different topics. Yeah, which is what we're doing before off this, which we won't get into on here. But I think it's a it's a combination for a good relationship where you challenge each other. I said that Tommy was privileged, and you uh, and you got so you can't summarize it like that. <laughs> That's the whole problem with what you do is you just summarized our debate in one part of it, which it was the furthest thing from just talking and about. The problem privilege. with Tommy is <clears throat> it wasn't even meant to be a debate, but somehow he turned it into a debate. <laughs> It's fun. No, like it's wrongdoings from both behalves. No, it's um I, I enjoy Have you ever got in an argument with a stranger? Uh oh, other than uh Michael from Bunnings Hawthorne, who we've yes. spoken about. Um shout out yeah. if he's listening. Um other than that, oh, no, nah, I think No, I mean it's something you avoid at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> I had a I had a case a few days ago where I was indicating going into the right-hand lane on the freeway Yeah. in Australia. You know, we drive on the left-hand side and it's the opposite to the US. So, if you, the right lane is the fast lane, the left lane is the slower lane. Yeah, yeah. And I got into the right-hand lane to, um, to overtake someone and a car I saw sped up who was in the right-hand lane and then was flashing their lights a bunch, like freaking out as if I'd just like cut them off. Which or I had to call you a fuckwit. Yeah, and so I, um, I just did that little tap of, the, uh, of my brakes and scared the shit out of them and they just like backed right off. Mate, it does. It scares you. I mean, I, so, so what, they fully backed off like? Yeah, they fully backed off, which it was, it was good. It was like I don't obviously want to cause a car accident but it just seemed like they were they were blinding me. Yeah, with with I, their. Um, I tell you, with driving, having a kid, there's a lot of um, things that I would have done that you don't do now. Yeah, I definitely have thought twice, but then still, have I told you about the time I was on a phone call in the car over no. hands free? No, and all of a sudden, I've just, are oh, you? C-? Dropped the C bomb, yeah. and I was on like a business call. I it totally just came really? over me. What bit? What? When? How long ago was this? I was like four weeks ago, I reckon. Four weeks ago. But I, but I was like, who I was the business call? Who was it with? It was with Lisa, oh, okay. who's been on the podcast. Uh-huh. We do business together. We are friends. But it was an, it was a very inappropriate and really weird time for me to just drop the C bomb. Yeah. And I felt really embarrassed. I reckon I went a bit red because I was like, oh. And I, th- I, what did I say? I was like, uh, yeah, I bet you weren't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> that was to someone else. And then I over-dramatized what happened. Oh, this guy really nearly hit me. <laughs> when really he just went a little I bit slow. I was in the wrong. Right, <laughs> a little bit slow on the right-hand lane. Maybe it was me. Um, jo- um, you know James? Yeah. Uh, your mate. From the oh, office where we are. He's also my mate now. Yeah, he's your mate. He's my best mate. He's my elder, one of my oldest friends. Yeah. 
You know you nearly hit him? I did. Do you not even know this? No. He said it to me maybe five times. Josh nearly took me out in his car. So he said you were almost halfway across the intersection looking to see if you could go because cars were probably in the way. Where? Just the around office. the back here. You got to speak to him about it. You got to apologize on the podcast because he's probably listening. Nearly hit his Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, I don't. I don't know what happened. I. I feel like I'm uh, a fairly good driver, but yeah, sometimes slightly. Mm. Just uh, I think maybe a little bit distracted, but also just willing to not get hit. That's the wrong word, but definitely I can be aggressive in the sense of like, mate, you either stop or you hit me. <laughs> Which is, I guess, until I have a real, unless until I'm in a neck brace, I probably yeah. won't change. Yeah, I get a bit of that. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna hit me? Yeah, you gonna you gonna drive ahead, T-bone me? Especially the uh, the nicer cars, you know, rocking in. When you when you've got the shitter car, it mm. feels like it's a like I had uh, one guy. I think I talked about this on Johnston Street. When I turn right onto Johnston Street from my old place, it was always really um, back. Shit house yeah. traffic. Oh, it's horrible. And so you'd just have to. You'd really just have to jump out like you yeah. you drive and there'd be cars coming and some of them would lose their mind others would understand yeah, what was yeah, going yeah. on yeah yeah and so i would just smile and wave i was doing it to like there was like three cars all yelling at me at mm. once which sort of says that the whole thing it's like if one yeah you know, if you think one person's a dickhead they're the dickhead if like two i think i was probably the dickhead yeah yeah you you know i was in a pretty bad car accident when no. i was 17 what'd you do have you seen the scar here on the side of my head can you see it's like but my Which hairline. Oh, okay. It's Hor- nice and covered, not like my uh, Instagram van. Well, if I shave my... If I get a number two on the side, mm-hmm. you can see a f- full on. I got five staples. And when I say staples, it's literally a staple gun. Really? What'd you do? I was 17. You're being a dickhead in the car. I was with a dude who... You know... Like you see on movies, there's a mum that doesn't want you to hang out with that kid. Yeah. Well, like you were son. that kid, weren't you? No, I was hanging out with that kid. Really? But you were that kid for a lot of other parents. So you, he no, must I have don't been think really so. naughty. No, to be honest, I was all over the joint, but I I don't think I had that because I still wasn't a full delinquent. Yeah. Like I but had the TAC vibes getting in the car with the guy. Well, I'm very friendly with people I have all been all my life. So I kind of have had that vibe. Like I was never really gone Mm -hmm. but there was anyway the vibe of this person i was in their car and they were a a mischief mischievous young teen and they had a they had like a for all your car fans a nissan skyline r32 gtr Mm -hmm. and it was like race spec it had a it had like a roll cage inside of it so you'd been you could flip it you'd be okay i would have been in a lot of trouble if that roll cage wasn't there so james my mate who I talked about mm-hmm. that you nearly hit, we were both in the car. He was in the driver's, he was in the passenger seat. Yeah. I was in the back behind James and the dude was driving. And we, we, we pulled up the, oh, we were coming towards lights and they started going, they went amber mm-hmm. before they go red. And we jetted through at the last minute. The car couldn't even go fast because there was an issue with it. <laughs> and... It was just the worst timing. We went through this intersection, a busy intersection on Dandenong Road, if you're from Melbourne. And there was, it's a four car highway. One of the car spots was vacant, meaning there was three that were already stationary at the red light waiting to go. Uh Someone was coming, so they had momentum. 
and the light would have gone green and we were just passing uh, through. They accelerated and spun the car, smashed into it, T-boned it, and the car spun 360. He didn't have his license. He'd stolen plates off another car, I think, or something and put them onto this car. Why did you have... Why did, I understand, like, yeah, he didn't have his license. Why does he... Why would he have stolen plates? Well, I think he just had plates that he put onto it that had nothing to do with the car. Mm-hmm. So it's more so if, if a cop saw a car with no plates, yeah, they're going to pull you over. Yeah, sure. If they see plates on it, they probably just... They might, but they probably won't. Well, is it because you can't... Can you not register a car unless you've got a license or something? Or is just a, is just a bit of a twat? Double twat. He didn't have his license, didn't have a registered All car. All the above. And so... It smashes. Who calls the ambos? Mate, I I had to pull myself out using the roll cage because the James's door was buckled in, so he mm. couldn't open it. And so I I sort of blacked out for a second, and then I came up and I felt like this warmth. I felt like someone had poured a bucket of hot water on my face. Had you pissed yourself? Blood. Ugh. It was pouring down. Had you pissed yourself as well? No, I didn't piss myself. Okay. I got out of the car and I left the scene. You're a fucking idiot. I, I first went into the pub. Did you at least call for your mates so they weren't? Fu- do we make sure were that they're alive? No, they were fine. One of them said, "Go." The dude driving because he's like, "I'll, I'll be in lots of trouble. You go." Um, commendable on his behalf. So I went into the pub, looked in the mirror of the in the bathroom. My, my head was gaping open. Pulled out some glass, oh. and then I took off my top. This is when it was cool to wear a long sleeve and then a t-shirt over the top of your long sleeve. Yeah, do you remember uh, those days? Yeah, it's almost skivvy esque. Yeah, and I mean I, during that exact same time, I was the the collared shirt <laughs> over the top, like so it would yeah. sort of opened up, sort yeah, of Nickelodeon bad. costume style. <laughs> and so I took off the long sleeve t-shirt, wrapped it around my head, and I, for some reason I was like, if I squeeze the cut closed by doing a knot. It will stop the bleeding. Yeah. I watched too many movies. And so then, anyway, I, w- I went off and my brother came and picked me up, took me to the hospital. Did you explain to your brother what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, he was all over it. He's like, what the hell's happened to you? And so he came and we didn't tell mum and dad. This is... Ever? <laughs> no. Because your mum is li- would be listening to the show. Has She's she, probably listening. Has she heard this story I might now? have told. Sorry, mum. Sorry to scare the shit out of you. We should be happy because she got the yoga reference. You did a whole bit on yoga. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brownie points. And so I went to the hospital. The only way mum found out was it got... So she did find out. She did find out because it got back through some other kid and then some other kid's mum called my mum. So you were in high school? I was 17. So you weren't in high school because you, le- you yeah, left? Yeah, yeah. Everyone was in high school, but I wasn't. And um, You were so cool. <laughs> And so, yeah, dude, it was it Was, was there alcohol involved, do you think? No, he, the dude wasn't drinking. It's just a dumb decision to go through an amber light. Did you ever do street drags? No, I didn't have a car. I think my dad used to do street well, drags. We used to drive. There was a big street racing culture in Melbourne years mm-hmm. and years ago. It just got too hard. Like cops everywhere at, at, at a certain point. But on um, Prince's Highway, yeah, there was like huge car meetups. It was literally like out of Fast and the Furious. Well, I remember the uh, part of the reason why, because during that time, that would have been like uh, 05, 06, probably yeah. 05, uh, I was working on that show, Rodder's Life, which oh, was yeah. a car show. And um, the big issue was they'd reduced, there's a, the one of the only tracks in Victoria is um, Calder Park Calder. 
Freeway. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Calder Park. Calder Park, yeah. And, um, On the Calder Freeway. Yeah, uh, Calder Park. And they'd, uh, I think they'd slashed the sort of street drag because you could – there was a time where you go with your car and you drag and all that sort of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they'd been cutting that, the government funding and all that sort of thing more and more and more, which then pushed all these idiots on the street or people who just want to drag their car. Idiots. But I was it's but, stupid. But, it's stupid. But when I was a, um, when I was like fourteen, fifteen, I would get the media um, passes for the drag, so I was on the track. So I was when they were doing the burnouts. I was there, the like one of the guys with the camera pant, like with you know the yeah. cameras with the handles, like the PD PD one seventies or the PD one fifties for those who know the models. Did you have earplugs in? Yeah, had earplugs in. Um, Nickelodeon a, shirt. Yeah, no, I had a I would have had had a high vis on, and yeah, I was filming, and so you would just get these sick shots, and they would, and they weren't going fast when you were next to it because they were doing their burnouts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we were fully into that stuff because mm. we. I had some older friends who would take us out cruising. Mm. It's like I, I think about this, and Mum, if you're listening, it's like I empathise with how you would have felt now thinking about Bodie doing this kind of stuff. It's it, it's, it's hard. Silly. It's hard. Well, I, we got away unscathed. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have, but. You just can't mess around with vehicles. Mm. My dad was uh, into drag racing and uh, there's an old... He had a hot rod. Yeah, he had a hot rod and he also had a Holden Statesman that he drag raced. Well, he had one of the first V8s, didn't he? No, no, he had had a... uh, No, he had one of the first... We had one of the first gold-coloured SS Commodores, Holden... It was called Tiger was the colour. Beauty. And we thought we were the sickest units going around. Like within my school, we were pretty cool. <laughs> You've seen um, upper middle Bogan. Yeah, upper, mid- upper middle class Bogans. Yeah. Well, TV show upper middle Bogan. Yeah. Oh, Glenn yes, Robbins yes, yes, and it's yes. all about this drag racing family. Yeah. Mum and dad love it. I'm sure it's just for them. It's just like watching life unfold. Well, the way you were describing it, it yeah. sounds like family out in the burbs. Yeah. Get a spend a bit of money, get a hot rod. Yeah, and it was the get a V eight. Uh, I remember Dad would always play this tape uh, of him drag racing, and it would say Richard Jansen, a master at the lights. <laughs> <laughs> that was like he, that was a real, real boss. And so, what did he sell the V eight? Yeah, so I know. Uh, so he, yeah, he sold the hot the hot rod. He sold, and that was what we um, that's that's what paid for the pool. Like when we were kids, we had a house with a pool, and that bloody that, oath. And uh, but he's he's now working. He's got a few. He's got a El Camino, which is like a American sort of. It's like a pickup, but it looks yeah. like a Ute, like an Australian Ute, um, which he finished recently. He's got a Impala. I think it's like a six six sixty eight Impala or something like that. He's got yellow. a few cars. Yeah, and he's got uh, this one that he's been working on for years and years and years. It's like a Willys. It's the brand is called like the model is called a Willys Aero Wing. Willys. And there's only like I think there's four in Australia. It's an American car. And so he, we were told like my brother James, who we had on a previous episode, he was a, um, he's a few years older than I am. Mm. I guess what he's he's probably like thirty. You should know your brother's age. I have no idea. I'm 27. He must be like four years older than me. But I remember at his Deb, the whole thing was going to be that dad was going to drive the the Willys, you know, 
to the Deb and yeah, that's yeah. how he's going to get there. And then he never made that deadline. So then it was going to be Jake, my other brother, then me, and now it's still in like a storage thing and he's slowly... <laughs> Slowly, it's, taken a while. it's interesting, you know, when we were, uh, the other day we were filming um, a girl doing some beauty blogging stuff mm-hmm. and I kind of threw in an extra question uh-huh. that was, what do you do for fun? Mm-hmm. And she struggled to answer it. And, and what I probably meant was like, what's your hobbies? And if you think about it, for me, it's like, I, it's, a, it's a hard question because a lot of people would probably, oh, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like I look at you and go, I know your life pretty back to front yeah. in terms of what you're doing. It's not like you have a hobby like your dad that's out there tinkering with cars. Mm-hmm. And But I don't think it's like the I think thing I've that makes so you unhappy. Many ho- I think I've got so many hobbies. Like I think that I've just made my life my hobby in the sense of compute- all these things that I did as a kid, I've just translated directly into a job. Yeah. And do you think that's how you win? Do you think it's for a lot of people that's how you kind I, of... I don't think there's winning and losing. I don't think that there's a... Uh, formula. I think for a lot of people, it can it can be the worst thing ever. Turning your the passion into a job can be a really bad decision. But um, I get it's kind of what I've done. But it's like with this, for instance, it's like yes, I do get. Pa- even though the video thing is, uh, you know, my bread and butter, what pays the bills, all that sort of thing. But um, this podcast is obviously at the moment and. You know, we're not planning on monetizing it in its sort of in its form. Mm. So yeah, all of these things. But uh, even stuff like my hobby, yeah, maybe it's like a little bit of search engine optimization and social media and tinkering with all of those sorts of things. Well, yeah, there's different hobbies. I guess it would be if we like to go bushwalking. I think maybe some are like from the outset more impressive than others. Yeah. You know, like me listening to your dad is like, oh, you can easily go, oh, I wish I had something that I'd, but then maybe it's like, we do. We spend hours doing this every week. Yeah. Over- he go, dad goes to, I was, because now we're uh, for the next week and a half, Bray and I are staying in Roville. So Roville, 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 Roville. You've moved home. Um, I asked you the address. You couldn't, you didn't have a clue. It's uh, I, I, I You don't say it on the podcast. I, I, if you're- I literally couldn't remember. <laughs> I could tell you like it's, just off Wellington Road, and um, but yeah, I was dad had to go off. He had a um, a car meeting, like a car club meeting, a like, meetup. Yeah, no, it wasn't a meetup. It was a meeting about what? I'm like, it's like, oh yeah, this is a committee meeting, and then Mum's like, oh Richard, tell tell Josh what happened, and then apparently he had a falling out with the uh, treasurer. The other day. Oh, no. What is that? What's it falling out look like? Well, the falling out was that uh, the treasurer was saying that you needed 50 signatures before they would look at a changing a rule or whatever. Within the and, club? Yeah. And Richie's like, mate, it's not in our bylaw. You, you can't do that. It's not a bylaw or some bullshit. I don't That's know. That's great. So, they're getting, they're getting really One into, of the Jansons got you on a technicality. Yeah. yeah classic. But that da- is a classic. Dad, Dad's finishing... Um, uh, finishing at his job uh, soon. He's just gotten another job, which is wrapped about. But it's, I know where I get a little bit of my shit staring from because I just, uh, I called him. It was his birthday, 60th birthday yesterday. And uh, I called him. I'm like, oh, how are you going? He goes, I oh, just living the dream. <laughs> just uh, at, at work, only a few days left. <laughs> I'm like, oh, can other people hear you? He's like, yep. 
Classic. So it was just the uh, the classic shit stir. From- so, you, so how's it? I mean, you've only been there one night, is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. What's the vibe? Uh, the vibe is, um, oh, the internet. So one of the things that's great about this over the house, so we're house sitting at Bree's old boss's place, which was like this sick place in Richmond. Um, we What's re- the star hotel? If you Like if you could give that a star and then your parents' house oh, a star? Look, I, th- <laughs> I think the th- like uh, they both have pools. Okay. So, um, but I think that, and it's, uh, I th- here's how I'd describe it. Uh, Lynn and Richard, uh, mum and dad, they're providing a, sort of an Airbnb experience. Brilliant. Which is their cooking cooking dinner. Uh, mum's lasagna has gotten a lot better. We were talking about that before, how parents seem to get better at cooking once you leave. Yeah, because they don't have to make it for you. Yeah. Oh, we have to feed Josh. Yeah. It's now Just, they want to, Josh, come yeah. over for dinner. Yeah, so it was... And I don't, I don't really like lasagna that much. I think it was because I used to always joke about mum shit lasagna. And it was actually... <laughs> there was a... I feel like Italian in general. Actually, mum did good. She'd get the pita bread. You know, we we're pretty... Uh, <laughs> this is upper middle bogan or whatever. It's like... I just remember mum discovering like uh, pita bread as bases for pizza. Oh, yeah. And so that was just like what we'd have. And it was like, it was a real nice treat. Like you'd really lucky you would come home and mum's like, oh, you wanted some pita pizzas? Oh, yeah. And then she'll put, you know, put some uh, some sauce on it or whatever. And then uh, the, the big bits of ham where you'd sort of... Yeah. Um, but anyway Mate, the amount of rissoles and schnitzels I ate as a kid yeah it's easy I get it well the thing was I uh, I called mum a while ago because Telstra had an a uh, an ad which was like as good as your mum's bolognese yeah and I called mum and I was like mum they clearly haven't tasted your bolognese <laughs> um, but the th- but I'd like to say that her uh, her cooking's been great so, so the, it's yeah, like an Airbnb so you're actually a, in a bed and breakfast yeah it's a bed and breakfast there's a few a few things that are different to a bed and breakfast uh, there's you have two people who uh, brought you up so that you get triggered by little things, yeah, yeah. which you, you don't normally get. Mum was getting annoyed at me because I was eating all the wagon wheels. Oh. It's like, well, she's like, I should have hidden them. <laughs> it's like, well, just don't buy them. You know, <laughs> if you don't want them eaten, don't buy them. Well, you, you're an adult now. You slipped yeah. into your own ways. Exactly. And well, so I haven't, ch- I feel like the thing is that I've just sort of reverted back to the old JJ, the 120 kilo JJ. There is a bit of that. I go home and I open the cupboard straight away. Yeah. That was the first thing I did. I remember, you know, do you remember Quattro biscuits? Quattro, yeah. Quattro, yeah. Quattro biscuits, were, they were like, they had nuts, the chocolate, they had yes, nuts yes, and yes, caramel, yes. all that sort of thing. Yeah. The how deceptive is this as a kid i pretended that i hated quattros and so when mum would ever ask if i wanted a quattro i'd say no because i knew if i said no then i could take three later in the cupboard and they'd never <laughs> know it was me because i didn't eat quattros <laughs> that is great and so that's the sort of and food was such a big always a big part of my existence i remember my brother jake i think i've told you this story where uh Jake and James were both skinny and I was I was always the fat one and there was always this game of eating chocolate bars you know fun size mum would get you know the fun size there was a game no well it was not it it was a game in the sense that uh, it would start off with we would put the chocolate wrappers in each other's bins so oh. then so then no, no one would know 
that it was me eating them. But then it was next level. Once we got older, we started putting them in our own bins and saying, the fucker keeps putting chocolate wrappers in my Interesting. bin. So you'd sort of do the reverse thing. But I remember Jake having the last, I caught him at the freezer eating the last Magnum ice cream. And I said <laughs> to him, I'm like, I'm telling mum. And he looked at me stone cold, didn't blink and said, who do you think she's going to believe? <laughs> and he, he had me, he had me. So, but I, you know, I've got all these memories of mum making um, muffins. She'd make muffins and um, she'd be, make choc chip muffins. The problem was that I would always eat all the choc chips. I'd fight, like I'd be looking for chocolate around the house and the only thing that would be left would be cooking chocolate. So you'd eat that. So I'd eat that. And so this was when... This was, you know, I was probably 20 and Brie was living um, at my parents as well. When did you leave home? Uh, 20, 21, 20, around 20. Yeah. Um, and uh, Brie and mum would uh, make muffins and I would be like in the lounge and I'd hear in the kitchen, it's like, oh, should we make choc chip muffins? And Brie'd be like, yeah, yeah. And then Brie would come out a few minutes like, you, you fucking pig. Because <laughs> I'd eaten them all. And there's, there's so many levels. They had none for the muffins. Yeah. And there's, it's, it's like we're having banana muffins now. You fucking pig. <laughs> she wasn't that rude to me. I was probably, I'm probably, there's a bit of internal monologue going on. And so they happy to see you at home? Because it's just, this is transient before you go away. Yeah. So it's only a week and a half. Oh, look. Um, yeah. I think... I think they are, but it, it's very much like the uh, mum's always front-footing things. So in the sense of um, uh, realising what... I'm trying to think of what, what sort of things that she's she's told me already. Well, she's got a lot of baggage of what you... Used to be like. Yes. Well, yeah, so it's the... Um, but she... Yeah, they've, they've got a good sort of uh, chocolate spread and biscuits and stuff See, like the, that. As we've discussed, you cannot have that shit in the house. No. I'm the type to eat it all. No, no, you can definitely. I don't know if there's a point where if you just had it in there all the time, you wouldn't eat it or... I, no. heard, a, I heard a stat yesterday, nine pounds of chocolate... Oh, you heard on Seth Godin's podcast. A day? No. Sorry, sorry a month, a year. Nine pounds. So nine I think it's... The Ameri- Swiss. What's it? Was it Sweden? So the average American eats nine pounds per year and in where chocolate's from where is it um well i mean it's it's in like uh west africa like the farms and shit but they're not eating it the dutch or something no it's not the dutch i think it's swedish people swedish either either, i always get sweden and switzerland mixed up it's one of those swiss chocolate that's from switzerland yeah i think that's so though he was just saying that it's almost double Mm -hmm. the amount of chocolate Per person, per year. The funny thing was, I started doing the math when I heard this because that's uh, on uh, Seth Seth Godin's podcast, Akimbo, and um, it had chocolate in, in the title if you're interested in this yeah, one. But it's not about chocolate. It's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, it's not so about he was, um, I was doing the numbers on how much chocolate. <laughs> of course you were. Had a spare bit of time, chomping down a few wagon yeah, wheels. Yeah, exactly. No, but it's, uh, man, it's a lot of chocolate that I'd be eating. So I reckon... I would be having about 20 kilograms of chocolate a year. Wow. So what is it? Because you so, you've done the math. So Tell I've me done what the math. was it? Well, so what I've done is I've said, okay, uh, I probably, I go through phases where I'll have 100 grams of 85% chocolate a day. Okay. 100 I'll grams? Eat, I'll eat a block of 85% lint in a day. 
I used to do it as a meal replacement almost. It's fucking disgusting. What's a block? How much? 100 grams. So, so the, I'd the have block the whole is 100 block grams, yeah. of 85% lint. Because it's which, skinny. I thought yeah, it Yeah, which only than... has like uh, about uh, 13 grams of sugar. Yeah, but who's counting? <laughs> yeah, no, but it is, it's, it's the sort of thing whereas I don't think, you, you wouldn't, you're not going to get fat just eating. I mean, you could, you could definitely get fat eating it, but it's not, definitely doesn't have the sort of blood sugar reaction that well, it's the only treat you're having and you weren't yeah eating a bunch so of killer like, pythons so, i get it yeah so that's like my healthy my so 100 healthy. grams so 700 grams a week yeah so no what i just did was i said okay 100 grams uh a day let's say 30 days in a uh in a month and then i sort of brought it down to saying okay there's probably 10 days a, a month that i don't have the 100 grams so i worked out to about uh 200 grams a month this you told me that you hated when i just described what i mean eating no but this i find this interesting yeah so it's about because that what was the figure per year well 20 kilos i think because yeah i it would be if i'm having 2100 grams a month that would be two kilos is it a month yeah two kilos a month two thousand grams yeah and then times that by 12 and that's you get twenty four, yeah, yeah. wow. twenty four kilos. Fuck! When you put it like that, it's like those shows where they lay out what the family eats in a week. Yeah, oh, and you just vomiting. Mine would be disgusting. That's disgusting. I do wonder. I'm like, it'd just be Uber Eats wrappers for you, mate. <laughs> yeah, the Uber. Well, the thing is, when we when Bree and I were staying in Richmond, just off Swan Street, we just had a rule that we weren't using. We used Uber, I think, once or twice in three weeks because you'd walk to get food yeah. or okay. we just walk everywhere to get food yeah. and so we would go to and the thing that i'm trying to do is not go to the same places over and over again and try different yeah. stuff i've got a mate who eats out and spends over 500 dollars a week on eating out mm. so that that's lot? for an individual yeah what's well that? i think for the majority of people yeah that's a lot it's a lot like you could make you could make three like weeks worth of food 70, with 500 bucks or, bucks. 70 bucks or something a day yeah if you were to which mate? Who, who's doing it? Well, what do they do for work? Uh, Self-employed? He's got his own business plus a side hustle that makes heaps of cash. Side hustle. He's a drug dealer. No, not at all. Artist. Okay. But but loves eating out. Like, Yeah, might as well prioritize it if and you can. And so, I mean, he works can to, it. to make that happen. And so the, um, no, but the, so the interesting thing that we were doing was just trying different places. And because we can fall into the, especially when we're trying to be healthy, you can just go to these reoccurring healthy places over and over again because you know that you can get the salad and you can get all that. Yeah, or yeah. The, I think the in Australia, burger. it is like in comparison to, I guess I'm thinking about LA. LA, you could eat every meal out for almost what it would cost you to cook. It, I mean, it gets down to what, five five bucks a meal, Where are 15 you eating, bucks though? a day, Whole Foods. Yeah, There's a sure. bunch of like pre- prepared food sort of like places. Australia's about life or something like that but it's a little bit more expensive yeah I mean but what, is it, what do you reckon you spend a day on living I've been thinking about what it costs mm-hmm. to just exist I probably like on food I reckon a day I would spend around 50 bucks okay so that's then your rent on top of that not yeah. getting into maths but you're looking at minimum minimum a hundred and something bucks a day just to exist mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. sure, you could I mean, cut you pay 50 out, bucks you out. You pay 150 bucks for Bodie's daycare. Like, yeah. That's crazy. But the little bastard eats barramundi. He it's, eats- it's outrageous, isn't it? <laughs> and then he shits, shits it out in a nappy. Yep. Isn't that so? And then I have to why, bloody... 
dispose it and we pay for those nappies. Yeah, the thing that's the thing that's really gotten me thinking about sort of eating has been well, hopefully but not boat his shit. No, Archie, <laughs> Archie the dog that we're looking after, his shit because it's like he had those hot chips and it was a disgrace. Well, he ate a few hot chips. Yeah, he ate hot chips that were in a, a garden bed and he just, he was tummy was a bit upset. Oh, good. I was hoping that you didn't feed them to him. No, nah, I didn't. He feed found them, to him. them. Yeah, he found them. And so it was just, he wouldn't stop. I was trying to stop him and he wouldn't stop. He's a but, big dog. Yeah. But um, so I'm glad I don't have to pick up his shit. But the thing that I was remembering, I had on, uh, on uh, Trello, Brie shit. That's all I wrote. I couldn't remember what the fuck so I was So we used Trello to remind us of things we want to talk about. Yeah, and all I'd written was Brie shit. I was like, what the, what the fuck? No, did, are you sure you wrote that? Because I wrote Bodie's shit. No, I wrote Brie. There's a lot of shit topics on there. All right, let, I just want to get this one out of... When you have a baby, if you ever have a baby... Depends on what this story is going. We're driving along and Amy says, oh, Bodie's farted. And I'm over in the corner just driving. <laughs> but the thing is, the shit smells the same. Really? You start having the same smelling poo as your son oh. or your baby. And so, I don't know if it's just me, but I've opened Bodie's nappy and gone, oh my God, that smelled like me earlier today. Really? It's is he bizarre. on the same diet as you? No. Having the same Nando's meal? But we do the same farts? It's, <laughs> it's weird. The, uh, no, well, this is how outrageous Brie is about like following the rules. There was a dog shit on the ground, on the park. Archie didn't do it, but Brie couldn't be sure that it wasn't Archie, so ah. she picked it up anyway. Is it like, that's next, like... No, I think we all have those weird little things. Mine is going to a public toilet. If I know someone's coming in after me and there's piss all on the seat, even if I didn't do it, yeah, you click it. I'm like, this person's going to think I did it. Yeah. And I did it once at a, I was on a winery walkabout mm-hmm. and this toilet was just, chock a block like as in the people were lining up and I went in and I was like oh no so I put toilet paper down on the seat got my foot onto it oh. just like trying not to touch it but it is that's a weird little thing where it's like I'm thinking what the other person's going to think of me mm. and that I'm a pig you don't realise how much anxiety you have until you uh, go into a female toilet when you're a bloke <laughs> I did that the other day yeah. <laughs> what if we just stop the podcast here <laughs> it will make you no, out like a real creep no because I definitely was, finished the story uh, no I was um, uh, we were at, at, at the uh, at the office uh, on Easy Street and um, the male toilet was was occupied and I'm like and there's only one there's one and there's three female toilets and you don't even have that many women that work here yeah. and so I made the call and I think it was my I was comfortable because the other week the toilet was out of action so we had to use the women's toilet everyone did yeah and yeah. so that created this vibe where it tricked me into at least going into the toilet and as soon as I started pissing I panicked I'm like uh oh I was yeah. like try, a part of me is like should I be sitting down just out of respect and then I just was very like it was the the smallest you wouldn't have wanted to shake my hand after it because it was the smallest amount of like w- washing of a hand that I've ever done. To get out so I just wanted to get out, dude. I at um you might know these toilets uh, where Fox FM is. Yeah, it's like in the actual. It's like near the coals. Oh yes, yes, yes. And so like I just walked up and there's like what you go up one level some toilets you go up another <sighs> level is toilets. I've nearly done that. I walked up the one level okay. and just went in because I needed to go. Went in, there's a cubicle. Went in, closed the door, sat down. I was in the girls' toilets. Oh. 
and a woman, wa- oh, no, a cleaner walked in, a female cleaner walked in. I thought, oh, shh. So I was like, lift up my legs a bit. Yeah. So, like, I don't want her to see the size of my foot. It's not ideal. <laughs> my big Nikes and my hairy legs. Do you reckon we, do we go through the email now? Let's, the when's one is such a good one. Let's keep it for tomorrow. Yeah. But, um. um a quick, uh, sh- probably doesn't listen. Uh, but Neil, a bloke Neil. Hi, my name's Neil. I'm writing to you as you're, the, as you're associated with the Daily Talk Show. We're selling the domain name, chatshow.com. Thought it might be interest to you. Mate, does he not know who Josh Jansen yeah, exactly. is? I've got, Owns like, nearly every domain. We should send him back a list of your domains you own. Yeah, hey, d- dude, any interest in any of these awesome ones? .net is a bit em- embarrassing. But... um. Yeah, no, we got a we got a couple of emails, but let's um let's keep them for tomorrow. Because yeah, Friday fun. We've, we've we've managed to fill thirty five minutes with just pretty some some random shit. So and that is the daily talk show. Yeah, uh, feel free to send that email though because we'll um we'll get to them tomorrow as well. It's hi at the dailytalkshow.com. and if you're new around here. We are on iTunes on you know the podcast app, and it does allow you to leave a review. And the great thing about those reviews is it helps us appear on iTunes yeah. in the charts so people will see our mugs and they'll click on and they'll listen. It's a kind way of saying, review us, please. Um, yeah, thanks for that. All right, well, have a good Thursday, everyone, and we'll see, see you tomorrow. Bye.